welcome to another episode grand episode because of um, popular demands because of popular demand yeah so many people are requesting more of my stories and I really appreciate the, 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 the love from the family of folk days of the night based on popular demand for another story I'm bringing a topic again and this time hope you've imagined and know we are converging a meeting under the mango tree under the mango tree doesn't mean any bad or diabolical thing it's just a thing we have on it to feed the natural sense of a story of how a story should be felt how you feel the story matters and from an African sense from an African perspective from an African settings we are able to understand both in diaspora both in people in Africa and today we are going to be telling the story of the heart of a monkey funny but lovely to listen to this lovely episode I always call it lovely because it's, 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 it's so emotional it comes the catharsis a long time ago a little town made up of collection of low huts stood in a tiny green valley at the foot of a cliff. Of course, the people have taken great care to build the house, out of reach of the highest tide which might be driven on shore by a west wind. But on the very edge of the had sprung up a tree so large that half its bulbs hung over the huts and the other half of the deep sea right under the cliff. Where sharks love to come and splash in the clear water, the branches of the tree and is real laden with fruit in every day at the sunrise. A big grey monkey might have been seen sitting in the topmost branches, having his breakfast and chattering to himself with delight. After he had eaten all the fruits on the town side of the tree monkey, swung himself along the branches to the part which hung over the Hawaii and over the water while he was looking hard for a nice shady place where he might perch. Comfortably he noticed the shark watching him from the below with the greedy eyes. Can I do anything for you, my friend? Asked the monkey politely. Oh, if you will come throw me down some of these delicious things, I should be grateful, answered the shark. After you've lived on the fish for 50 years and you begin to feel you would have liked a change. I'm very, so very tired of the taste of salt. Well, I don't like salt myself, said the monkey. So if you will open your mouth, I will throw this beautiful juicy kuyu into it and he spoke he pulled out of the branch just over his head 
but it was not too easy to hit the shark's mouth. As he supposed, even the creature had turned on his back, and first Kuyu only struck out of his teeth and rolled into the water. However, the second time, the monkey had a better look, and the fruit fell right in. Oh, oh good, cried the shark. Send me another, please. And the monkey grew tired of picking the Kuyu. Long before the shark was tired of eating them, it's getting late and I must be going home to my children, he said at the ledge. But if you are here at the same time tomorrow, I will give you another treat. Thank you, said the shark, showing all his great ugly teeth as he grinned with delight. You can guess how happy you have made me. And he swam away into the shadow, hoping, sleeping away the time till the monkey came again. For weeks, the monkey and the shark fasted together and it was wonder that the three had three foot left for them. They became fast friends and told each other about their homes and their children and how to teach them or how to know. And by and by the monkey became rather discontented with his greenhouse in the groove of palms beyond the town and longed to see the strange things under the sea which he had heard of and from the shack. The shark perceived this very clearly and described greater marvels and the monkey, as he listened, grew more and more gloomy matters in these days. Where one day the shark said, I really hardly know how to thank you for all your kindness to me during these weeks. Yeah, I have nothing of my own to offer you, but if you would only consent to come home with me, how gladly will I give you anything that might happen to your fancy? I should like nothing better, cried the monkey, he's still chattering, as they always did when he was pleased. But how could I go there? Not my father. Not by water. Ah, it makes me hate to tell of it. Oh, don't like the trouble, you? Replied the shark. You have only to sit on my back, and I will take not a drop of water shall touch you. So it was arranged, and directly after breakfast the next morning, the shark swam close and under the tree, the monkey dropped neatly on his back without even a splash. After a few minutes, for at first he felt a little frightened at his strange position. The monkey began to enjoy himself vastly and asked the shark a thousand questions about the fish and the seaweeds and the hardly shaped trees that floated past them. As the shark always gave him sort of answer, the monkey never guessed that many of the urchins they saw were as new to his guidance to himself. The saw had risen and said six times when the shark suddenly said, My friend, we have not performed half of our journey, and this time I should tell you something. What is it? asked the monkey. Nothing unpleasant. I hope for you should rather grave. Oh no, not at all. Nothing at all. It is only that shortly before we left, I heard that the sultan of my country is very ill, and that the only thing to cure him is monkey's heart. Poor man, I'm very sorry for him, replied the monkey, but you were unwise not to tell me till we had started. What do you mean? asked the shark. Very cool story, but how and how, wow, what the monkey's heart is thinking. Let's go back to the story. Who now understood the whole plot did not answer at once, for he was considering what he should say. Why are you so silent? inquired the shark again. I was thinking what a pity it was you did not tell me. 
while I was still on land. And when I would have brought my heart with me, your heart, why is it your heart here? said the shark with a puzzled expression. Oh no, of course. It is possible you don't know when we leave home, we always hang up our hearts on trees to prevent their being troublesome. However, perhaps you won't believe that. We just think I have invented it because I'm afraid. So, let us go on to your country fast as we can. When I arrive, you can look for my heart. If you find it, you can kill me. The monkey spoke in such a calm and indifferent way. So corny monkey. When the sharks was quite deceived, I began to wish I had not been in such a hurry. But there's no use of going on if your heart is not with you. He said at last, we had better turn back to town and you can fetch it. Of course, this is worse, just what the monkey wanted. But he was careful not to seem too pleased. Well, I don't know, he remarked carelessly. It's such a long way, but you might be right. Hmm. Interesting story. Oh, you may be quite sure, laughed the hare. The monkey told the shark, take this meat and skin it and roast it. He said, hey, thank you, but replied, balancing itself. I'm hungry, said the monkey. said Hofi exclaimed the hare so do you think you are wise of a monkey but far away and the monkey disappeared among the green branches and was gone and the monkey was safe the monkey have to to be cunning to the shark because the shark was not trustworthy Storyteller. S H E K D to the I to the Z and to the Y and to the vibes. It's still days of the night.